At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Wednesday morning, June is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, and of course, the DK Network. Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. It's a numbers game live from Bar Canada at the D. How you doing, sir? Doing well, doing well. Exhausted because the NBA is back. <laughs> You're already exhausted after day yeah, one? I'm already exhausted. <laughs> yeah, those, those, those few months of actually getting like eight hours of sleep a night, man, that was nice. Oh, this is your time of year. Yeah, I want to get right. your, gonna get your thoughts on the... Uh, the Nuggets and the Lakers last night, and the Warriors and the Suns. Suns, Bradley Beal coming up. We'll do NFL power rankings. Uh, we'll have a uh, few guests on this show today. Will Hill will give us all of his baseball thoughts, his college and pro football as well. Paul Carr, a couple Champions League picks. Jason Weingarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke on the World Series. And Adam Burke on baseball and college football as well. Look forward to all that. But we have to start, of course, with the World Series now being set just like everybody had it. The Texas Rangers are taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks in the Fall Classic, and the D-backs do it on the strength of a 4-2 win in Game 7 at the bank yesterday in Philadelphia. Diamondbacks uh, took the lead in the first, but uh, Bohm tied it up for the Phillies in the bottom of the second with a leadoff solo shot 1-1 in the fourth. The Phillies actually went up in this game 2-1 on a Stott RBI double that scored Bohm. Uh, but the Phillies left the bases juiced at that point. And that, you thought at the moment, maybe that's going to come back and haunt him. And it did, because in the top of the fifth, Corbin Carroll, who had largely been dormant for most of this series, but really, if you watch Diamondbacks baseball this year, was the engine to all of this. He awoke, RBI single, or he awakened, I should say, RBI single, took the lead when Moreno knocked him in after Carroll stole second, and then top seven, uh, the Diamondbacks added the insurance run, a Carroll sack fly uh, that scored Perdomo in a game where the Phillies never really, truly threatened down the stretch, some really janky at-bats, and the Diamondbacks are going to the World Series for the first time in 22 years. I talked yesterday about the Rangers' history, 52-year history, where you know they had only gotten to the World Series in 2010, lost to the Giants in five. 2011, lost in one of the underrated World Series of all time against the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Well, for the Diamondbacks, the properly rated one of the great World Series of all time in 2001. I don't know. Were you old enough to remember this, Kelly? You were a teenager at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I remember it. Yeah, yeah, Right after 9-11. Yep. The World Series was like seven weeks after 9-11. George Bush had famously thrown out a pitch at a Mets mm-hmm. game to restart baseball. 
Then the Diamondbacks won the first two games of the World Series behind Kurt Schilling and Randy Johnson, who, by the way, were co-MVPs of that World Series, for those who remember it. And then Game 3, George Bush threw the first pitch out at Yankee Stadium right down the middle. Uh, you can't you can't properly reflect to anyone who didn't live through that what a moment that whole stretch really was as a as a collective moment. Uh, it was two to one Diamondbacks headed into game four of that series. And then there's just the drama, the drama. This was the first time that the World Series ever got into the month of November. The Yankees were down two runs in the bottom of the ninth. Byung-Hung Kim came in for the Diamondbacks. Two outs, bottom of the ninth. Tino Martinez, two run shot to tie it. And then tongue-in-cheek named Derek Jeter. Uh, tongue-in-cheek named Mr. November hits the game-winning home run to knot up the series at two apiece. And then the very next night, not even 24 hours later, Byung-Hung Kim in again. Two out, bottom of the ninth. This time it was Scott Brocious who tied it up for the Yankees. They end up winning in 11. And then the Diamondback crushed him in game six. And then the the uh, famous flair from Luis Gonzalez that Tim McCarver called in game seven. Just one of the greatest World Series of all time. And so the Diamondbacks are back. And so the question, first of all, let me just say this. Congratulations to our faithful listener, Stephen Vegas. Oh, yeah. If we can sh- show that tweet, because we mentioned this yesterday. My, my exact, of, well, by the wayside, right? Blown away with the Rangers win over the Astros yesterday. Well, he has, he, I think he bet this in June. He bet this in June, the, the Rangers to beat the Diamondbacks in the World Series at 175 to 1. So he's not there yet. He needs the Rangers to win this. What could possibly go wrong? But he's got that going. So congratulations to Stephen Vegas at 702 Steve Sports. Good on you. I hope for your sake that this gets there. Um, before the season started, if you're wondering, hey, what were these exactas before the series before the season started preflop? Arizona to beat the Rangers. The Diamondbacks to beat the Rangers was 450 to 1. The Rangers to beat the Diamondbacks was 425 to 1. And this from sportsoddshistory.com. A Rangers Diamondbacks World Series matchup. He had uh, the matchup here at BetMGM part at 1750 to 1 before the start of the season at BetMGM. So the numbers that I just quoted don't reflect what he saw at BetMGM. He said just the matchup was 1,750 to 1. That matchup would be the second most unlikely matchup in World Series history behind the 1991 Fall Classic when the Twins and the Braves met. And if you remember, the Twins were 40 to 1 in the AL. The Braves were 75 to 1 to win the NL. When we used to be at the South Point, Vinny Maliulo always used to talk about this World Series because both of those teams were worst to first. And so it was just this incredible thing that caught everybody off guard. That was the famous Jack Morris Game 7, Dan Gladden scoring, I think, a sacrifice fly from, from uh, third base, and the Twinkies won it. But this is the second most unlikely matchup of all time. So as the Diamondbacks, and I, I tweeted out something yesterday, you know, the Phillies got earlier in this series, Kelly. I'm not talking about earlier this year earlier in the playoffs. I'm talking about this series. I said, I don't, I, I don't see how the Phillies could be beat by anybody. Yeah. yeah, not so much. Here is the four most notable Phillies offensively in their last two games, game six and seven. I they tweeted, looked unstoppable. Like, I, I they hear looked what you're saying, but they looked unstoppable. Oh, I wasn't the only one, yeah, but yeah. I was certainly among them. Last, last two games, game six and seven, at home, where we just thought the Phillies can't possibly be beaten. Schwarber one for five. Turner 0 for eight. Harper, 0 for 7. Castellanos, 0 for 8. That's a collective 1 for 28 in Game 6 and 7 
for Schwarber, Turner, Harper, and Castellanos. And so we have a World Series matchup where, quite, quite frankly, game one is Friday. And I was talking to you briefly about this yesterday, how a typical game one in a World Series these days is like 11 or 12 million in terms of Nielsen ratings viewers. I'm going to set the over-under on this for 7.5 million. Just because okay. it's not a major market matchup, and it's not ideal. it's a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, it's not ideal. I, I do think we've, I, I think we make too much of some of these TV numbers th- these days because some of these sports, especially baseball, like if you're a baseball fan, you're watching this anyways. I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how many of the casual, like the major market stuff. Like this is a national, it's a national thing. The World Series, it's all, it's all over the place. If you're a baseball fan, you're going to watch it regardless. But still, the market, see, the market size see, still matters. But you see what you just said there? I don't know that I agree with that. Okay. Because I think baseball's super duper regional. And I'll just take where I live most of my adult life in San Francisco. If the Giants are getting to the promised land, everybody's watching. If it's this, I'm not sure what percentage of the San Francisco Giants fan base is actually watching. I really don't. Okay. All right. I think it's different on the East Coast. I think that's fair. I think it's different on the East Coast. Like, I think I know Orioles fans will still watch, like, a Yankees hate or a Red Sox hate or a Phillies hate even. I can't tell you how many guys in D.C. were like, yes, they lost. There's that. But I think but, even that's a good point because who who's out there hating on the Rangers and the exactly, Diamondbacks, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they don't true. sort of. Point. Yeah. So the the next question, and by the way, congratulations to a guy like Sweet Lou Finacaro. Lou, Lou was getting into it on Twitter with somebody. <laughs> well, I don't even know what was going on with that. <laughs> I don't know that he was going after Lou, but Lou felt like he was going after him. So Lou got really indignant about it. But Lou hit on the, on the Diamondbacks to win the series. So good on Lou for that. But I just want to. And by the way, the Rangers are what minus one seventy. That's yeah, one seventy yep. to win this series against the Diamondbacks. And my initial thought on that is, sure, that sounds right. But do any of us know anything about anything in what we've talked about on this show for years? Is the most random of all postseasons, uh, the stats by Lopez stat, which I've said a thousand times. If eighty percent of favorites, and they do get through in the NBA playoffs every series, eighty percent of favorites, what do you have to do in each other sport in the, in the other sports that have best of seven formats to get eighty percent through? And in hockey, you'd have to play best of fifty ones because that's random. But in baseball, you have to play best of seventy fives. And so, in that respect, um, this shouldn't be that surprising. But with the and we talked about this before anybody last year. With the incongruence between the long regular season and the best of three, best of five to start the postseason, I mean, this gets even more random. And so now we have the most random of them all. And the next question, man, so my my thought is, would I lay the minus 170? Oh, hell no, I wouldn't. Would I grab the plus 140 eagerly? No, I wouldn't. The next thought becomes, where do the 84-win Diamondbacks fit historically in terms of getting to the postseason? Keep in mind what they had to do to get here. They won 84 games and had a stretch where they lost 25 of 32 games from July to August. Yikes. Then the Cubs had to go, and Chris Felica tweeted about this yesterday, the, then the Cubs had to lose 15 of 22 down the stretch, including 0-4 in extra innings, by the way. Any one of those goes differently. The Diamondbacks don't get in the playoffs. They're the last team to get in one game better than the Cubs. So the Cubs losing, you know, going... That stretch where they lost 15 of 22 had to happen, too, in addition to the, uh, you know, after the, after the uh, Diamondbacks lost 25 of 32. Then the Brewers led the Diamondbacks twice, three to nothing in the opening round. Imagine what the Brewers feel like today. Then the Diamondbacks swept the Dodgers. They come back from three to two to win two in Philly. Brandon Fott might be the sneaky MVP of all, of all these players. Yeah, yeah. 
or the last guy you thought would be. The Mets, for God's sakes, had a better run differential than the Diamondbacks did this year. So let's take it that way. Are they the worst team to ever make... I always say the worst team to win the World Series with the 2006 Cardinals that won 83 games. But that's just my opinion. Let's just do this objectively by run differential. How many teams have made the World Series with a negative run differential? The answer is 11. Three of them was in 20. Three of them were in 2020, which we throw out because it was a 60 game season. So the Diamondbacks and the Marlins this year were only the seventh and eighth all time. The Marlins ridiculously how they made the playoffs. Only one has ever made the World Series before the Diamondbacks, the 87 Twins, who actually won it all. So historically, putting this Diamondbacks team in perspective, that's how big of an anomaly this is. We'll come back. We'll talk NFL power rankings and last night's NBA thoughts. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. With all four major sports in action, there's no better time of year to be a sports better. And with our new Sports Equinox special, there's no better time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now and get full VEASAN Pro access to everything we do through May 1st for only $120, including daily best bets, unlimited access to our betting splits, plus all our exclusive betting content for the MLB playoffs, college football, the rest of the NFL season, March Madness, the NBA and NHL regular seasons, and the NFL draft. Don't miss this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to sign up now. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Feeling a little more spry today, Kelly. Feeling a little you more spry. You sounded better. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I've An said... An hour from now, uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, 50 <laughs> minutes into the show the past two Coughing days, up I've alone. definitely said that. By the end of the show, I'm like, thank God this is done, so go get some rest. <laughs> so you... Well, thank you. So you made a you made a uh, interesting point off air. You said, you know what this reminds me of with the Diamondbacks. Let me just say what I said again and then, because I, yeah. I felt like we were rushed at the end. So just based on run differential, this 84-win Diamondback team that lost a 25 of 32 in one stretch... And had all those other things happen, right? The Cubs slide um, down 3 nothing to the Brewers in games 1 and 2. And good on them, man. Good on them. But in terms of run differential, 
there's only they're the the the, Dime, the Marlins and the Diamondbacks are the tenth and eleventh teams in the history of baseball to get to the postseason with negative run differentials. And three of those 11 were 2020. It was a strike-shortened year. Or, excuse me, it was a pandemic year. Pardon me. So it was really eight. And the Marlins are just ridiculous. Again, we just say how ridiculous. They were like minus 56 or something like that right. in terms of run differential. Don't hold me to that number, but I know it's minus 50 plus. Um, there's only one that's ever gotten to the World Series before. The 87 Twins, they won it all. And so this Diamondbacks team is only the second to get to the Fall Classic. If they win it all, oh my God. And again, the 2006 Cardinals to me are the worst team that ever won it all. They won 83 games. You said, you're like, this reminds you of the heat of this past year. Yeah, I don't, I, with, without the playoffs, right? Because the playoffs are not comparable with the, with the NBA and Major League Baseball. As, as you've talked about with the amount of games that you'd, it's, it is more incredible um, that the Miami Heat did that series after series in the playoffs. Uh, getting to the NBA Finals. But as far as the end of the regular season, the regular season goes, I mean, we're talking very much about a middle-of-the-road Miami Heat team that almost lost in the play-in tournament and didn't even get a chance to get in the playoffs. Except for the only... You're 100% right about the postseasons, right? One is a completely yeah, I'm not I'm not going there. What the yeah, Heat did not is going there. leaps and yes. bounds more impressive, right? Even though what the Diamondbacks is incredibly impressive. The, what the Heat did was off the charts. But I, I the only pushback I give to that is... You could argue that the Heat do that by design a lot in the regular season, right? Like, there's such a load management nonchalance slash nonchalance factor in the NBA regular season where the teams, like, actively are managing the games, and and specifically the Heat, to rev up for what matters the most. I even think they'll do it this year. So, so like, and I don't think baseball teams have that in mind. And, and I, I would agree with you, except yeah. I think last year's not a good example of that because I don't, I don't, I, I would guess Spo, if I could get in Spo and Pat Riley's minds of after that play and win, it was like, all right, thank God, let's get out, let's get out of this. Maybe we don't do that again going forward with the season. Maybe, but they will. They will. Right. They will. I'm just saying, there's a big. They just difference. don't want to be in that position at the end of the year. I, I don't think of the Heat when I think of this team. Yeah, I just think it's a, it's a, baseball is just, Nate Silver. It's wild. Nate Silver from Five Thirty Eight Sports. Uh, Nate Silver, who is the originator of the Pakoda system in baseball to project um, wins and losses in Major League Baseball. Uh, He said this is the least compelling World Series matchup in a long time, maybe ever. MLB made a lot of great and overdue changes this season, but it's time to contract the playoffs and give the regular season more meaning. Again, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole again. You know where we stand on this show. We were talking about it probably before anybody last year. We thought it was a little uh, off. Um... We did bring up the heat. Let's talk about the NBA real quick last night before we get to power rankings. Any, like, preliminary thoughts on what you saw from, I want to say specifically the Warriors more than anything, the new-look Warriors who get beat by the Suns in what was a really sloppy ending of that game? Yeah, I think you could. I, you know, it's beginning of the season, right? I think you could argue, you could make the point both games last night were, were a little sloppy uh, on all sides. Um, you know, more, more. I was more just impressed with Phoenix uh, uh, than you know. I was interested to see both of those teams, but we, even with Brent, no Bradley Beal there, this t- team still felt more cohesive. We kept talking about that last year of give this time, give this group uh, more time uh, working together, playing together. They add some pieces of the off season that look good. Uh, yeah, I thought they look. I, I thought they looked good overall. And it was a tight game late. It was a good game late. 
Um, you Suns know, gave him all the chances in the world. Warriors couldn't take it. Exactly. And, and the, the Dubs, yeah. Dubs didn't have Draymond either. So. Right. No Draymond. No, yeah. yeah, no Draymond on their side. No Bradley Beal on the, on the yeah. Phoenix side. So not full strength. I thought Chris Paul, though, looked good fitting in uh, with, you know, with, with this team. That's going to be a big adjustment throughout the year. There were a couple possessions where I'm like, oh, wow, you're going to dribble for 15 seconds? Oh, <laughs> this... I thought I thought Golden State was different. Oh, I do no. think this is a. I think it's a forced good thing for Golden State in the long run. Like the fact that Draymond might miss a few games and that you have yeah. to work with this five first before you can start flirting with other starting fives. I, I think it's good for them to go through this. And LeBron is on. And by the way, Nikola Jokic has not forgotten how to play basketball over the offseason. That that good. is that is uh, apparent. LeBron is on a pitch count already. Is that what we're seeing now? Yeah, apparently we're going to have a minutes restriction for LeBron James for I don't know how long this will last, Gil, but at least for uh, going forward right now. How many minutes did he play last night? He played 30, I think, exactly. 30 is his cutoff? But that's, that's his cutoff. Is what They're basically oh, going to aim. I think I think post game it was uh, twenty eight to thirty is what they're aiming for on we, a nightly basis. We got basis. your player participation rules, Adam Silver. Watch this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, he was twenty nine minutes last night, so twenty eight wow. to thirty minutes. Yeah, is what they're right. apparently aiming for. So that was the biggest takeaway of that game. Uh, game wise, Anthony Davis, another just disappearing act, was amazing in the first half, right alongside Nikola Jokic. 0 for 4, I believe, in the second half, so barely even tried to take shots. And Lakers, you know. They were never fully in it, but maybe they were. What could have been if Anthony Davis showed up? <laughs> He's so frustrating. He's so frustrating. All right, we'll get your basketball plays for tonight a little later on the show. Mm -hmm. Let's do some NFL power rankings. Power them up. No intro. One of 7.7 the bone. <laughs> I would just do this bit so I can say that, just so I can amuse myself. Yeah, I know, right? The buzz. All right, a um, little change at the top. I got Kansas City number one. Kansas City uh, supplants the Niners, who have now lost two in a row at number one. And if you just think of yourself, okay, Chiefs and Niners in a Super Bowl, as great, as, the, as great of a team as I think the Niners are, do I think that Patrick Mahomes would rule the day in the end? Yeah, I kind of sort of do. Yeah, we're at that point now. Chiefs are one, Niners are two. Eagles remain number three for me. Watch that Jalen Hurts injury. He did get banged up in that game against the Dolphins, and there was that post-game interview where he's like, no, I'm fine. No, really, I'm fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, that was weird. That was a little uncomfortable. Ravens are fourth. The Ravens just keep on creeping up. They ought to be 7-0. They're fourth. Yeah, real quick, though, like that Jalen Hurts, what, he put the brace on at like halftime? Wasn't that? And then they did all the running with him, including, including they still did, the— They still did the Tuchus push twice. Yeah, including that? Deep so, in their own territory, as I, we documented on Monday. Both him and Trevor Lawrence, I don't really know what to make of that going forward because it's like, oh, knee brace. Oh, but you played incredible. Trevor Lawrence was running all over the place. Right. Uh, Dolphins go to five, just down a notch. Cowboys remain at, uh, no, Cowboys go up six and they were idle. The Bills, and the reason for that is because the Bills fall to seven as the Bills just continue to look suspect. And then here is where it just gets kind of weird. Mm -hmm. I just kept the Seahawks at eight and the Browns at nine, but yeah, you know, don't hold me to it. They're just kind of there. And then I got the Jaguars moving in at number 10 finally because... I still have the Lions and the Bengals, teams like that, on the outside looking in. That's my top ten. I, I love doing this every week. So It's so hard once you get after seven, though. Oh, okay, I was going to ask. No, I hear you on that. But the nine. other clump that got tricky, so I'll go through mine real quick. I went Chiefs 1-2. I, I think you're right. It's time to start looking at it that way. It is Chiefs on top. Everybody else is looking down. I went Eagles 2, 49ers 3. I think you could flip-flop them, though. Uh, either way, I... 
is it without a doubt? I don't want to say without a doubt because it's the NFL. But like Ravens, they're four right now, right? Like it, everybody else belongs behind them. Yes, I think so. I think so too. Uh, I found it tricky figuring out how to order Bills, Dolphins, Cowboys. Honestly, that five, six, seven. I know you had that those same three teams. I think a l- different order. So we um, got we got the same four rearranged. We got the same seven rearranged. Same seven. Yeah, rearranged. one through four, yeah. five through seven. Right. right. So. I, w- I literally just did the, well, Bills beat the Dolphins, so I'm still give them a little credit for there. Put, okay. the, put the head of the Dolphins. I put the Cowboys uh, seventh, but they are up a spot from last week. Flipped them with the Lions. Lions down to eight. Seahawks up a spot to nine. And just like you, Jaguars, from out of the top ten into the top ten. So the difference is you have the Lions in there and I have the Browns Yeah, I booted there. the Browns out. I booted the Browns out. This is I don't, this Deshaun Watson situation. Yeah. I don't think it's getting Betty, better at Betty. Better anytime soon, and man, if that def- that defense showing some holes in it last week, I think if you're a Browns backer or a Browns fan right now, you got to be pretty nervous heading into heading into this week against Seattle, and then going forward of what the what the status is of this team. What is your eleven and twelve? Oh, it, it would still be Browns. I think eleven. They're they're who I booted out. I think they'd be eleven, um, twelve. That's a good one. Bengals, Lions, Chargers for me, 11, 12, 13. It's char- it'd be Chargers. Chargers probably than Bengals. Yeah. I don't even know, though. Like I feel like I defend the Bengals more than you. I don't even know if I can put them that high, though, no, until I see a great game. That, that. Well, they're not. You know? You can't until yeah. they, they do something. And by the way, some of those wins, kind of shaky as well. We'll come back. Will Hill's thoughts on baseball and both footballs, if we can say that next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, we got to take a break and talk about Zinn nicotine pouches. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one, but Zinn nicotine pouches are already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zinn at your local convenience store or online at Zinn.com. That's Z Y N.com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D in beautiful downtown. Downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, no time to lose because we have a uh, a bevy of picks coming up from this gentleman. You can follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. He's the star of the Beating the Book Megapod and of course the Bear Bets Pod, college and pro football alike. Those two podcasts from Chris Felica at Fox. It's Will Hill, everybody. How you doing, Will? Gilly, what's going on? Uh, the World Series, my friend. What are your thoughts? Rangers minus one seventy ish. Are you playing this series? Do you want any part of this? It's the World Series, so I'll end up with something. I haven't yet. I just I, I need a day to just sort of <laughs> decompress, recollect my thoughts, to digest. Uh, yes. I mean, a couple things. I, I you know we talked. It was it had to be three weeks ago now. It was when the wild card round just started, and I, I think my big takeaway, our big takeaway, was like if you dive in and try to find value in the futures. It's sort of wide open because teams like the Braves, the Dodgers, a lot of these teams at the top have pitching issues, has have question marks. So who knows? Anything can happen. And of course, didn't act accordingly. I'm look, I never thought this was going to happen. I, and it's funny. I was on a lot with you all summer talking about, you know, I like this Diamondbacks team, bet them to make the playoffs. I had them over 75 and a half wins. There was a point in August where I had to sweat that out because they were playing so badly. They were under 500, and I was looking at the standings, baseball reference, projected standings. Like, man, I could actually lose this bet at under 75, over 75 and a half. They might not get to 76 wins. That's how poorly they were playing. And you look up a couple months later, and uh, just it, it, it's unbelievable. It's really well, I, like I like this team, but I never thought this was coming. Well, that is so similar to my thing with the Rangers too, right? I had them over 81 and a half. It was my only season win total. Total's play. 
they they ended up getting there. They got to 90 wins. But there was a stretch there where you're like, wow, they are limping into this season win total over. And I bet you I didn't bet them division, pennant, or World Series for the same reason you didn't bet the Diamondbacks, even though you had the conviction on the season wins, which is their bullpens aren't any good. And in my case, right. the Rangers, I was like, oh, the starting pitching, quite frankly, is not all that good either. So, like, I never thought they they took us off. Those two teams took us off the scent of what usually means postseason success by not having those as strengths. Yeah, that's what that's what postseason baseball is. Usually it's bullpen. It's two out yeah. hits and, and two out hits. You can't really predict bullpen is a little more predictive. You think. But a lot of those guys give them credit in Arizona. They stepped up Ginkle uh, Seawald, who oh. I mean, text Jeff Parles about Seawald text any Mets fan. I mean, he he was awful <laughs> for the Mets. It was just typical Mets where that guy's on the mound to uh, to close out a pennant and Man, Philly, I, I look, you went to game seven of the NLCS. You had a good year. You had, went to the World Series last year. They kind of went down without a fight last night. I mean, they yeah. had a couple walks in the seventh. I thought Turner missed a pitch to hit. I thought Harper missed a pitch to hit. But they went down without a fight. And when you only score two runs, you can't kill the manager too much. I thought it was a little strange the way he used the pitching. Wheeler, yes. Well, if, yeah, if you got Wheeler available, get him in as soon as possible. Uh, 100%. Suarez facing the third time through the lineup I thought was risky. I mean, if you got seven outs out of Wheeler, get those seven or eight outs uh, as soon as possible. Get him in the bank and try to get a lead. But, again, when you score two runs, yeah. you, can't, you can only play the manager so much. Put him in right after Suarez, for goodness sake. Okay, uh, basketball, NBA in full swing tonight. You got anything? I'm in NBA season. I took Victor Webinyama plus 340 to have a double-double tonight. Let's go. Uh, my hand... My handicap here, he is 14 feet tall, so he should be able to get 10 rebounds. Who knows? Maybe 10 blocks, 10 points. Any two of those three gets you home. Uh, there's actually a, a boost on DraftKings that lets you a 50% profit boost, I think, for, for most of these accounts. So you get that up to plus 510 with a profit boost. So uh, to me, plus 340, I, thought, I just thought that was a, an interesting number. It'd be a fun bet to root for. And I, I'm not going to bet a lot of these sides night tonight, at least not yet. I got to, you know, I, I got to sort of, um, you know, see a few games here. But I did bet the, the Sixers to miss the playoffs. I think it's plus 550 out, still out there at DraftKings. I just think there's enough variance where, you know, who's going, who knows what's going on with Harden. If Embiid gets hurt, if Embiid gets traded, you know, if, if Embiid misses 20 or 30 games, there's enough, um, you know, th this could go off the rails here with Philly. So I thought plus 550 was a, was a good bet for them, too. We're, we checked on the 14-foot uh, thing, and it does check out. In fact, he is 14 feet okay. tall. You are correct. Okay, good. Uh, professional football, the NFL, week eight, anything? Uh, I think you're on this one, too. I just think the Detroit-Vegas line is a little light. I'm going to take too. the line. I yeah. think they're going to bounce back. They're, you know, they're, they're not at their point of their development where they're going to overlook people, especially coming off a loss. They're just much better than the Raiders, so I could see them winning that game, winning it going away. I think, and I say this a lot, I think it's a better teaser week than it is a side week. A lot of these where it's, you know, that seven and a half, eight terrain, eight and a half range with the Bills, the Chargers against the Bears, the Lions is in teaser range. Uh, even the Ravens against the Cardinals, even though it's on the road. I, I do think it's a much better teaser week than side week. Uh, but I did bet Titans under seven and a half wins. I just think the quarterbacks hurt. I mean, we're talking about playing Levis and Willis maybe at the same time. They're trading players. Well, they traded one player. But if you're going to trade one player, you're probably going to start trading more guys. So to me, that's probably more of a teardown than anything. So I think it's going to be harder for the Titans to get to uh, to eight wins. So I took the Titans under seven and a half wins. Yeah, Levis announced as the starter, but Mike Vrabel saying it could be two quarterbacks. Get Bayard. That down. always works. That, all, that always. It's always. If you go to the annals of NFL history, that always works. The two quarterback thing. Uh, Bayard is now with the Eagles. Derrick Henry, one one might assume, will be on his way out. The, by the way, the Derrick Henry thing is so going to be. He's going to end up with a, a team where the team that you root for 
every fan is going to be like, why? Why couldn't we have done that? Right? It's going to be. Sure. For, it's going to be for on the cheap in some way. You know, some great Absolutely. team is going to grab him for the cheap. So that's interesting. Was that seven and a half under on the on the Titans? Yeah, it's juice to the under. I think it's minus one forty-five. But to me, that's that, it's still a good number. I don't think they're getting to eight wins. Uh, and the Titans right now in your uh, in your current NFL standings, of course, are at two and four. So. Yeah, six more wins. They're going to cobble six more wins out of this season? Eh, doesn't sound like it. Uh, okay, college football as we continue the uh, merry-go-round here. What do you like? I played I, – I got a bunch of dogs. I took Florida plus 14.5 against Georgia. I still don't buy into this Georgia team, especially without Bowers. I just don't love their offense. I don't think they're nearly as good on defense as they've been. 14.5, especially in a rivalry game here. I, I'll take the points with Florida. And I also took the two Arizona schools. I took Arizona plus three and a half against Oregon State. I just think they've been sort of under the radar this year. Arizona's you know, probably headed to a bowl game. They've played well. Uh, again, kind of a sneaky good team. And uh, I hate to bring this team up because it's painful memory. It's a painful experience for you. But Arizona State, Arizona State's another team I think is underrated. I thought they really <laughs> could have beat Washington uh, the other day. Uh, I, think? I took plus four touchdowns last week. I took, to me, like they had a rash of turnovers early in the season. I think they had one game where they had like eight or nine turnovers, something absolutely ridiculous, and it sort of skewed their numbers. But they've been pesky here as a dog. They, they could have won that game the other day, I and mean, they easily covered. So they are getting six against Washington State. Might be a six and a half out there. So uh, I did take them plus the points as well. I want to I want to bring that since you bring up Arizona State. And by the way, thank you so much. Just for don't bring up Pitt Wake. Well, that's I'm that, not over, that's yeah. exactly what I'm about to bring up. So, because I just want to, like, be open and honest about this with everybody. You've been betting for a long, long time, right? You're, you are, we, we are of that, of that DNA. Yeah. And, you know, we like to think of ourselves as, I, I'll just speak for myself, as someone who's going to, you know, mentally, you know, one bet is one bet. You're on to the next one, no matter how tough a loss a bet might have been just moments ago. That Pitt one, and again, for those who missed it, with Pitt and Wake, which Will and I were both on Pitt, um, that was the one where Christian Veyu, the uh, the Pitt quarterback, there was a third and eight at their own nine, and Pitt was up three. They were favored by two and a half. All he had to do was get past the sticks and run it out of bounds on his way past the sticks. Game would have been over because Wake only had one timeout left. There was under a minute. Instead, he did the slide thing at the sticks, and while it looked as though he was past those sticks, the officials ruled that he, he started his slide prior to it. There, w there did not appear to be a review of it. Narduzzi, Pat Narduzzi, did not appear to like demand a review of it. And then Narduzzi went ahead and said, well, we're just going to punt it on fourth and one. He didn't seem to really even consider going for it. Anyway, you know the rest. Wake goes back and it comes back in less than a minute, wins the game. Just, ref if you could, express to everyone how difficult it was for you to get over that. I can, I can take losing. Like you said, you, you, you bet enough of these games. It's on to the next one. Or you, you forget about it a few days later. That, that one stung that one. It didn't feel like he lost. It felt like he got robbed a little bit. Um, not a little bit. I mean, just he, he slides and he's, he ends up three yards past the marker. Now, when you, you watch the review and he, he did, I guess, start right at the stakes a little before the stick. So I guess it's the right call. Just spirit of the rules. Doesn't seem like the right call. And again, they give up a touchdown late, and this kind of went under the radar. They give up a touchdown, or where, you know, Wake's already in field goal range. Why they're guarding guys like five yards off the line of scrimmage? Just put everybody <laughs> in the end zone. How they gave up a touchdown there, I have no idea. So that is one that really was like, man, 
I, I, it hurt my appetite to bet the NFL the next day. I was like, I, I just, I don't have the stomach for this. I need a couple of days. This, that was brutal. The other, day. that was a really, that was, you know, one of the probably, hopefully, one of the two or three worst bets I'll have all, you know, beats I'll have all year for yeah. sure. Yeah, I didn't mean, I, I didn't mean to raise it again, other than to just oh. to sort of show, you know, newer betters that. That kind of thing even happens to the most veteran betters. There are, there are, you are inevitably, if you bet enough, going to run into something that is just so sickening that it does affect you beyond, you know, maybe, you know, you probably... And people say, yeah. people say they go both ways. It doesn't feel as good when you steal one as bad it does when, when you get one stolen from you. Oh, 100%. The high yeah. is not nearly as low as the low is. That's for sure. Right. Will, thank you as always. Uh, go boys plug, sir. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Goldboys Network, Bears Bet po- Bear Bets Podcast, and of course the Megapod. Appreciate the, it, guys. Thanks. Megapod. Dr. Bob on tomorrow on the Megapod. Thank you, Will. At not the Will Hill on the Twitter machine. We'll come back. Champions League picks from Paul Carr. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Don't forget on DraftKings Sportsbook this week, new customers can bet $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code VEGAS when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Gil Alexander, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Uh, Steven Vegas at 702 Steve Sports, whose tweet we uh, showed earlier, he has the Rangers to beat the Diamondbacks exact at 175 to 1. He goes, here's how baffling uh, this run is for the Diamondbacks, as uh, we were talking about earlier. He goes, without that, Seiji Suzuki dropped fly ball, yes, on September 27th. That cost the Cubs a game versus the Braves. Um the Diamondbacks likely missed the playoffs, and the Cubs are in instead. He missed that ball like a drunken softball player. That never <laughs> happens at MLB level. I re- we talked about that on this show the next morning. Yeah. I was watching that game, and he just, just like little league, he scares the fly ball in his hand, and he just flat out whiffed on it. And the Braves beat the Cubs that night, and literally the Diamondbacks got in one game better than the Cubs. It's yeah. unbelievable. Jesse Welch. 
That Diamondbacks Yankees World Series rundown was exhilarating in capitals. I am so pumped up right now. Oh, thank you. I'm glad it uh, it hit home like that. For this World Series, you're gonna, you're gonna go watch go watch the replays. <laughs> Can I tell you something? If you're going to take time and go back and watch any like past World Series, the Rangers last one in 2011, and the Diamondbacks last yeah. one in 2001 yep. might be a great place to start. Those Yankees wins in the middle, like they're chicken skin. Goosebumps. Like, you can't believe it happened. Uh, I mean, and there is, like, when you talk about players and moments, like, you're you're asking, yes, like, I was 16 years old when that World Series took place. Like, yeah. Luis Gonzalez will be a name connected to yes. a sporting event forever. For the rest of his life. Because of that, yes. That will always, if you're like, hey, what do you remember about that World Series? I'd be like, Luis Gonzalez. And, Tim, and by the way, that was off the great Mariano Rivera who had not blown a save yeah. in a postseason in, like, you know, four years. Um, it's just incredible. And Tim McCarver, the great Tim McCarver, who called it. What usually happens in this kind of situation, the result that you get with that kind of pitch and that kind of hitter is a flare. That's exactly what happened. Sam Wesley. Uh, I see a lot of people playing Wembanyama, MVP or Rookie of the Year. Why not Defensive Player of the Year at 14-1? Have you all discussed? Not only have we discussed, we actually made the wager over here as well. So... Uh, we're all about that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I know this gentleman has Wimbanyama fever. It's Paul Carr, everybody, from True Media Networks and, of course, the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paulie? I'm good. I'm good. I actually placed a Wimbanyama all-defensive first-team bet this morning. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Did you really? Um, You're not joking. Was that, okay. I'm not. No, yeah. it was the, the DK boost thing that uh, Will Hill referenced, uh, boosted to like plus 1,300 or something like that. Well, as, we'll see where that goes. as Will documented earlier, he's 14 feet tall, I believe. So, you know, that, that seems like a sizable advantage to me, Gil. It does. <laughs> Literally a sizable advantage. Uh, how are you feeling about your Dolphins right now after losing to the Eagles? Uh, pretty good, I guess. I mean, it's kind of weird. So, obviously, the Eagles and Bills are the two best teams they've played. And what they did better than anybody was get pressure on Tua, and and they didn't blitz a whole lot to do it. So they were kind of able to find that balance between actually trying to defend the receivers and getting pressure on them. Um, I don't know how many teams can do that. You know, even the Bills now with that, with all their defensive injuries, I'm not sure they could do it again. So I feel pretty good. Obviously, you'd feel better if the Dolphins had actually beaten a good team, but the schedule is so soft. Like they're going to be underdogs twice probably the rest of the season. So feeling pretty good, but even better if you can beat Kansas City in a couple weeks in Germany. Yeah, that is going to be something, that ball game. Okay, and yeah. then before we get to your Champions League picks, you wanted to say something about Man City. Basically, you're confident everything's going to be good? I think so. I mean, De Bruyne, again, he's out for a long time, probably to the end of the year, but Rodri's back should stabilize everything. I don't love like their Champions League odds to win at plus 200, but there's also not a clear cut. This is definitely the second best team. It's just kind of the usual suspects. Maybe you look at like Inter Milan at plus 2,900 if you want to get weird. But yeah, there's just not, no one has stepped up and is clearly a rival either in the Premier League or Champions League right now. Okay. So you're, you're fine with Man City in both Premier League and, and Champions League, just to clarify, like you feel good about them in both? Yeah, I'm not saying I'd rush out to bet them on either okay. one because I don't think the price is very good. But until it's kind of they're the king until someone proves otherwise, and I don't feel like anybody else has stepped up yet. If you come for the king, you best not miss. I believe right. that's what Paul wanted to say right there. Maybe not. Uh, okay, Champions League. Now, for the uninitiated American sports fan, let's do this once again. Describe in American sports parlance what this is like. 
Yep. So this is college basketball is always my go-to comparison. This is you take the top, you know, one to four teams from every conference and you're playing basically an NCAA tournament, but with European soccer teams. And the weirdest part is you're doing it at the same time as the regular season. <laughs> so all these teams are playing their leagues. It sounds yeah. weird when you say it out loud. Yeah. I think I just kind of get used to it. So all these teams are playing their La Liga, Premier League, Bundesliga seasons, but they take these midweek games uh, during the fall and they go play Champions League group stage and then the knockout stage starts in February. So you've got all this inner inter-country competition that matters and it's it's champions league it's a big deal but it's at the same time as everything else so it gets a little confusing real quick do you think like the nba in season tournament is going to work like do you think people are, in, are gonna be like okay cool i get it so what like what do, you, what do you think the reaction to that will be it's not quite the same thing but it's similar yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing, just condensed into, you know, a month or whatever it is. Uh, I think it's just gonna be kind of confusing Yeah, the first time. Cause I remember just like trying to learn about European soccer and you're like, wait, they do what? And at the same time and what's going on. And you know, that took a while to figure out and that had been established for, you know, a hundred years. Yeah. Uh, and I was just new to it for all these people coming to it with no sense of, you know, soccer history or how that works. It's just going to be a kind of a weird, strange thing. I think it could be fun, but, but weird for sure. All right. Champions league picks. These are both tomorrow, correct? Uh, this is about today. Today. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yep. Today. Yeah, oh, that's right. Because you sent it yesterday. It is yes. today. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All I'm right. sick. It was tomorrow. Yeah. It was tomorrow yesterday. That's right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Today. So I'm going, uh, yeah, Barcelona win to nil against Shakhtar Donetsk from Ukraine at plus 100. Uh, there's different ways you can find this bet. Sometimes it's win to nil, depending on your book. You might have to parlay it with uh, like under half a goal for Shakhtar or both teams to score no, but. You should be able to get to about even money either way. Uh, there's a lot going on in this game in the sense that Barcelona is like half their first team is injured, uh, including Robert Lewandowski, their big goal scorer. Uh, but they've still been grinding out wins. And Shakhtar has plenty going on themselves with everything that's going on in Ukraine and all that. But uh, I expect Barcelona to buckle down defensively. You know, Seven of their 12 games have been shutouts this season. Uh, and over half their games at home have been shutouts the last couple seasons. They're going to have a lot of the ball. I think they just kind of choke the life out of this game, try to scrape out a 1-0, 2-0 type of win. So I think even money on that is, is good for me in this game. All right. And that is at 1245 Eastern, 945 Pacific. So 45 minutes after we get off the air, Barcelona yep. and Shakhtar Donetsk. Your second one is? Second one, this is the same group, actually. Uh, this is Porto and Royal Antwerp from Belgium. I like Porto to win in Belgium at plus 110. Porto made the round of 16 last year. They're kind of unlucky to go out against Inter in that round. And Royal Antwerp is the worst team in this group. This is the same group as the Barcelona group. So Porto's really got to beat up on this team to finish in the top two and get out. Uh, they've won seven of 11 the season Porto has in, those, in the three losses, and they were to Barcelona and Benfica twice, the best team in Portugal. Other than that, Porto's been pretty good. And Antwerp, not so much. Sixth place in Belgium. They have only won twice in their last eight league games, and Porto is better than anybody that they'll play in Belgium. So this is the old, you know, take the better team, take the experienced team, uh, plus 110 for a Porto win here. All right, and that's at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Barcelona win to nil, and then Porto to win outright against Royal Antwerp. Paul, thank you very much. Enjoy the games. Good luck with the bets. You bet. I will take the over on your seven and a half million viewers for game one of the World Series, oh. but I'm not thrilled about it. What would you What would you think it would end up as? I, I would have said like eight and a half. Okay. Nine, All right. So not a Maybe terrible I'm optimistic, line. Okay. But, not, uh, yeah. I, I think it was eleven and change last year in game one on a Friday. Uh, obviously, this one's less appealing. So, and there's just the general, you know, TV trend of downer viewers. Okay. So I'm not excited about it. I'm not rushing out to bet it. 
<laughs> but take the over on seven and a half. Takes the over on seven and a half. He goes with eight and a half. Okay. Uh, thank you, Paul. By the way, seven and a half would be equivalent to like a modern family viewership on a given week. Just to put it in like uh, <laughs> network. Still on the air? No, I don't even, no idea. <laughs> I have no idea if it's still on the air. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, man. Thank I you. saw Modern Family uh, reruns on TBS now. I learned that during the playoffs last night. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, they're, they're one of those shows that's been going on for so long. I don't know if it's still if there's still new episodes or if it's just reruns, I always So maybe see. the reruns are getting that amount. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I think. Okay. Uh, Paul right, Carr. Well, Paul Carr at Paul C A R R. It's like I'm leaving. I'll show myself out for God's sakes. Uh, you have some uh, NBA thoughts for tonight? Yeah, I got a couple bets yeah. tonight. Uh, the, let's see. I got uh, Hawks in pocket two and a half. I bet that a couple days ago. That number it has drifted out to three and a half on the road against the Hornets. I can still think. Uh, st- think that's still a good bet. Um, got all this stuff going on with Charlotte right now uh, with some off the court stuff. Uh, Hawks, I'm very high on, so this is a lot of season priors going into this. Pelicans, pick them uh, on the road against the Grizzlies. No Stephen Adams, going to have problems down low with this team. No John Moran, obviously, to start the year. I think that line's a little off. And I already bet the Mavericks. I wouldn't bet them yet till you know exactly what's going on with Luka Doncic tonight. But if you're getting uh, four and a half under that, four and a half or less, in that game tonight against the Spurs, I think that's a must bet. They're the favorites. Lane. Yeah, they're playing for it. Yeah. yeah. What is no, he getting? Yeah, like, no Wembanyama props for you? Nothing? Nope, nothing. Another view. Can't wait to watch. Teaser time and survivor thoughts next. Dan Levitard on DK next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.